Okay. Okay, we left off. We actually, we actually left. We we left off one line. We ended one line too early. We were discussing last time the tightness that Hannah had to the Rebbeinu to give her a child. You better give me a child or I'm going to do stira. You better give me a child because I daven, etc., etc. We had one, we really should have read one more line of Gemara, which is where we'll start and finish that sugi right now. We'll get on to the next issue. So we'll start, Lamed Aleph Amid Beis, about 10 lines from the bottom. She was talking on her heart. What does that mean? She's talking in her heart, maybe. To her heart, maybe. From her heart, maybe. To on her heart? What does that mean? She was telling the Rebbein the matters of her heart, which means, I'm a father of Rebbein Shalom. All the parts of a woman, you didn't create anything extra, anything useless. For instance, Enayim Liris, you gave me eyes to see. Vaznayim Lishmaya, ears to hear. Chaitim Lariach, a nose to smell. Peladabra, mouth to talk. Yadayim Lasvemalacha, hands to do work. Raglayim Lahalachben, legs to walk. Dadim Lahanik Bahen, you gave me the ability to nurse. Dadim Halalu Shinasata. Ali be that you put on my heart, Lama Lama. Why do I have them? Loyla Hanik Ben. Is it not to nurse a child? No. Tainly Ben Vanik Ben. Give me a child and I'll be able to nurse with them. So that was part of the last Gemar of Khanis Tainus. Um, the name connection, that's the only connection here. Va'amra Balazar Mishum Rabyasiv and Zimra. Kalayoshiv Bitainus. Anybody that fasts, B'Shabbos on Shabbos, says the Gemara, it is such a huge schus. It's such a huge schus. It has within it the power to, to reverse a 70-year gzera against a person. Rashi says, what is so special about fasting on Shabbos? Rashi says, Meridik. Rashi says, what's so great about Shabbos? It is so hard to not partake when everyone is partaking. Which means, it's not hard to fast when everyone else is fasting. It's not even that hard to fast when everyone else is parv. You know, when it's like a regular Tuesday, and like that guy's eating his like, you know, weirdo nutri-grain cereal and that guy's eating a tuna sandwich on flaxseed wrap for lunch you know and I could fast what kind of do you push on? huh so 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 but when everyone is mamish enjoying and for me to go fakir it is so hard to do the opposite of the oilam that that engenders such schar 
that it has within it the ability to be kareg zardin of seven years. Why don't we do it? Lamaisa he gets mond. Why didn't you? Why didn't you uh, do any Shabbos? Why didn't you partake in Shabbos? So says, so how do you have your cake and eat it too? How are you able, or not have your cake and not eat it too? How are you able to fast on Tainus to reap the benefits that that would engender with, with, you know, and take care of your newfound problem? Uh-oh, now I'm in trouble for that. Lace of Tainisa Latanisa. Fast for your fast. Which means you could fast on Shabbos, get the credit for it, and then you have a you have a minus in Shemaim, you have a debit, and you fix that debit by fasting another day. Or say the Swarim, say no when everyone else is saying yes other times. And then and then you can have the schar of Shabbos without violating Shabbos. And like Bar Hashem in our generation. There's no shortage of places that everyone says yes to and you could say no to and you can mamish have the schus of, of fasting on Shabbos, so to speak, without fasting on Shabbos. Okay. Now we get to the sugya of the night. V'omr ablazer Chana hiticha dvarm klapimala Chana shot words at Hashem. Which means, Chana talked in a way that was inappropriate, so to speak, to the Rebbein Hashem. Rather than talking with a certain amount of respect that talking to the Rebbein Hashem should have, Chana talked to the Rebbein Hashem like demandingly. She's excused because she's in such pain. So we see from here that a person is not expected to be a malach, which means you can't burn the candles from both ends, rebunish Lailam. You can't mamish pinek a person, squeeze them and, and mamish pinek them, and then expect them not to, not to talk back strong. Even though we find all sorts of maizim of people, you know, we just heard in uh, Miron, like one of the fathers saying, Kodesh Baruch you took my kids from me, don't take my betochet from me. Which is like, so to speak, greater than Hannah. Which means he would be understood if he talked sharply. But the Gemara says, Hannah talked sharply to the Rebbeinah Shem. Vatespalel Al Hashem. Again, doesn't say Lashem El, it says Al. Now, says the Gemara, she shot words to Hashem. Chana was not the only person in history, not the only hero in history, who talked like this to the Rebbeinah This is really what Elio is famous for. This is why we regard Elio as such a, as such a, um, friend of the Yidden, as such a, you know, Melitz Yeshur for the Yidden, because Elio called the Rebbein Hashem out, and he, you know, he defended the Yidden with a, with a tkifus. Shenemar, Hashem, Elio said to Hashem, and you, Va'ata, and you, Hashem, Haseboises Libam Acheranis, turned their hearts backwards. Do you know why the Yidden are all off the Darach? 
said, said Elio to the Rebbein because you flipped their hearts. You made them go off the derech. It's your fault. If you wouldn't have put them in the situation, you put them, they would be fine. Says the Gemara, lest you think that Elio, that Elio was punished and rejected. No. Amr B'Shmuel Bar Rabbi Yitzchak Minayin Shechazak Hashbaruch L'Hidel Elio How do you know that Hashem said, you know, you're right. Dechsev Va'asher Hariyasi I made them bad. So that's why Elio retains the status of immortality. That Elio is, is Lemais because Elio is the defender of the Yidden. And someone that's a defender of the Yidden never, never dies. So there, uh, I don't. Good question. It, it, like I'm not saying this is the answer. If I would have to make a chilik between what you're asking and what we're talking about, I would be mechalik like this. We're not asking on the rebbeinu shalom here. We're pointing out the rebbeinu shalom. Listen, look, look at the situation. We're going to show in the next Gemara. Look what you did. There, we're asking Gosh Baruch, is it fair? Which means, you know, is, I mean, the, there, there's many... Are supposed to ask any why? Right, so, we so, so we, 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 you know, to ask your Benjamin, is it fair? That's a different question than pointing out you caused the problem, which we're going to show now. Let's, let, let's, let's read it again. I'm not, I'm not telling you Kash is bad. But it's, it's just a different nusach between pointing out what you did to cause the problem and just asking the Rebbein why, why? Why are you doing this? Meaning no one could point to the Rebbein for instance, over there, and, and, say, and, say, and say, like, Kosh Baruch like, the Asar Ruge Malchus brought this on themselves. Like, it's, it's inexplicable. Here, we're, we're coming the opposite. We're saying, Chal sin because you did this for them. There, you know, as we were saying, why do Bishmalka and Gadol deserve to have his skin ripped off? That, you can't answer that. But here we're answering for the Yidden. There we're asking on the Rebbein We're not a- answering for the Yidden. We're just asking on the Rebbein Says the Gemara. This concept that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is behind our sins, is a vital concept in our defense. Which means we're going to all have tsars when we go up to Shemaim, and we're going to need mitigating factors. Meaning, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, yes, yes, yes. We, we definitely were guilty of A, B, C, D, E, F, G, and we failed to complete H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P. But, it's not as simple as it sounds. There's something called a mitigating factor that I did it, but I'm not 100% guilty. And that already lightens the sentence. So, Amr Abchama this issue that Elio is pointing out is a very important issue. If it wouldn't have been for these three psukim, if it wouldn't have been for these three psukim, our feet would be cut off. Obviously, it doesn't mean that's a euphemism. Our feet as Yidden would be cut off. We wouldn't have a defense to stand on. One of them is that Pasik Balio that Hashem admitted, 
Vasher Hariyasi, I caused them to be bad. So when we go to din, Hashem asks us, why were you bad? Excuse number one, Hashem, you caused me to be bad. Number two, Vachadiksiv, Hashem says, just like material in the hand of the former and the craftsman, you are in my hands, Klal Yisrael. And Yechezko promises that one day HaKadosh Baruch will take out our stone heart, which means most of our problems because we're indifferent. We're indifferent. We're indifferent. What is in, how do you say indifference in the Tanakh? Heart of stone. <laughs> Mitzvahs don't make a difference. My virus don't make a difference. We're indifferent. <laughs> HaKadosh Baruch Hu promised he will cure our heart of stone. He will give us a heart of flesh that we can be, we can be emotional, we can feel, we could be involved, we can be engaged. And he didn't. It's his fault. Another Pusik that's our defense. Rav Papam or I will put my spirit in them, and they will do what I said. So the Gemara, starting with Chana, but culminating with Elio and these Psukim, say that a lot of what we do wrong is Hashem's fault. And then the Gemara takes it one notch higher. Moshe shot words to Hashem also. Moshe talked chutzpidik to Hashem. And that would be the ultimate. How? Where's the Pasik? Shenem Ravai Yispal Moshe al Hashem. Moshe daven to Hashem. That's fine. That's what you're supposed to do. Al tikri el ela al. Don't read it el. Read al. Oh, that, that would be good if it said al. Because that's what it said by Chana. Bechanet said she davened on Hashem. She shot words to Hashem. But Moshe doesn't say that. Where on earth do you get this right to just change a word for your convenience? You know, try that on a cop. It says speed limit 55. You tell the cop, I'll take limit at a minimum. Yeah. <laughs> if you could change a word for your convenience, you, you, could, you could do a lot of things. You're just changing the word. Don't say al. It says al. Because in the Yeshiva Rebeliezer, they switched Alephs and Ayans. Okay. How are you able to do that? So the Magit Taluma says gorgeous. That's the B'nai Sasra. He says gorgeous. It's like this. People with, with speech defects, they wouldn't be able to enunciate the difference between an aleph and an ayin. In fact, we don't know the difference between an aleph and an ayin. But people with speech defects, they, they would mess up aleph and ayin. Moshe Rabbeinu had a speech defect. Moshe Rabbeinu was kivad peh. But Moshe Rabbeinu's kivad peh was cured at Harsinai. Harsinai lasted until Klal Yisrael did the Egel. When Klal Yisrael did the Egel, all of the, it was Pascha, all of the crowns that we got, all of the benefits that we got at Maimar Har Sinai went away. So says the Magataluma, ostensibly, Moshe Rabbeinu's speech defect returned. So when he went to defend Klal Yisrael 
for the ego, Moshe Rabbeinu's speech defect was bad. It was back. And that's what it means. In the yeshiva of Lozab and Yankov, they switched Alephs and Ayans because Moshe Rabbeinu got his speech defect back because of the Egel. So when Moshe was davening for Klai Yisro because of the Egel, he got his speech defect back. He was Kvad Peh, and Mimele was Kvad Peh. That's how we have a right to say Al Tikri El, except read it out. It's not a comparable case. One is unintentional, the other two are intentional. Nothing's unintentional. If that's how it's written in the Torah, that, that was the intention. He didn't intend to say But in other words, if, if his speech defect was returned because of the ego, then he was look what the ego caused. His speech defect is a symptom of the ego. Look what you caused. There's the terror characterizing what is exactly. There's the terror characterizing what is L means. Now, in, in something that the Bali Kriya w- will appreciate here, the trap on Vaispalo Meshal Hashem is Mapach Pashta Katain. The Magitaluma says, Mapach Pashta. Change the Pashtas Mapach. Flip the Pashta of the Katain, of the smallest word in the Pasuk, and change Al to L. Change El to Al. That Mapach Pashta Katan. The Trump tells you that you're able to that you're able to flip the Pashup Shah. But you need some excuse to change the to change the Pashup Shah. That's one excuse that Moshe, or that's one raya. Rabbiane says from here. We know in Devarim, Moshe Rabbeinu describes 11 stops that Klai Yisrael made in the Midbar. Now, none of these are real names. They're all hints to bad things we did in that place. What was the place that Moshe described the Egel? Moshe described the Egel Vidizahov, the too much gold place. HaKadosh Baruch said, you know why Klai Yisrael did the Egel? Because they had excess gold. Vidizahov. Too much gold. My vidizav. What does it mean? Too much gold. So said Moshe to the Rebbeinu It's your fault, and this is like basically going to tie everything we said tonight together. It's your fault, Klai Yisrael did the Egel. You enabled them by giving them too comfortable of a, of a life. It's Hashem's fault we did the ego because we had too much gold. Too much gold. Someone has to do something with it. He makes the ego. Bishvil Kesev is because of the gold and silver. that you rain down upon the Yidin. Achiyemru die until they said die. That's Dizahov. Enough, enough, enough gold. Hugaram That's what caused Klaisrael to give the ego. And now. Very oddly, the Gemara is going to give three Mishalim. As if I don't get the point that too much good causes bad. In nowadays, we call it spoiled. Omar Rib sorry, Omar Diber Bianai, Ain Ari Noihem. A lion doesn't roar, Mitech Kupa Shal Tevin. When he's fed shvacha food like grains, 
Except when you feed him a pot of meat. Which means a lion, he'll generally behave. When you're giving him a minimal diet, he knows his place. The minute you give him fat meat, he'll go nuts. So do Yisrael, they would have been fine if you would have kept them on a strict diet. You gave them extra food, they scream. That's one muscle. Another muscle. This guy, he had a weak cow. A, an owner of limbs, which means it, it looked like Nebuch in the concentration camps. You could point out every limb in the guy's body because you could see straight through it. He gave him what's a delicacy for cows, leeks. All of a sudden, the cow rebelled. It rebelled. He said to his cow, Who caused you to rebel against me? The leeks I fed you. Another mushroom. You give, give it something too fatty. You give it something too good. It rebels. A third mushroom, in case you haven't gotten it yet. Story to human. Ben. He had a son. He gave the son a, a nice shower. Sakai gave him nice ointments. That, you know, smells good. Hechile gave him a good meal. Ashkeo gave him some good wine. Tale kiss al tzavare. You know, hung a wallet of cash around his neck. And he puts him in front of the Bezainus. The guy is feeling way too good of himself. Of course he's going to sin. Now, the Shaila is, okay, three Mishalim for the exact same thing. After we had the first point, I got it in the first point. Fine, you gave them too much gold, that's why they did the ego. Then you have the Mashal with the, you have Mashal with the lion, the Mashal with the cow, and the Mashal with the sun. Why all these Mishalim? So Reblazer Meshaharowitz, the Pinsker Dayan, the back of the Gemara, he says, beautiful. There were three segments of Klal Yisrael that sinned in the Egel in different ways. And each one is a muscle for each segment. The instigators of the Egel were the Erev Rav. The Erev Rav is like a lion. A lion is be'etzim, a dangerous animal. It's be'etzim bad. If it's dealt with properly, you could hold it off. The minute you deal with the lion improperly, it's going gonna, it's gonna to bite. So the first group that, that, that did the ego, that started the ego, that caused the ego, was the Erev Rav. That's the lion. That's be'etzim, a bad animal. Be'etzim, a dangerous animal. And the minute you took it off its tight, tight, tight leash, it went nuts. That explains the Erev Rav. But the next people to sin were Klau Yisrael. Why did they sin in the ego? That's the muscle of the cow. A cow is be'etzim a docile animal. It's be'etzim not an animal that causes problems. But even a docile animal, even a docile animal like a cow, if taunted, if put in the wrong position, will also sin. That's the next muscle. That yet a cow is a kushabal sevarim, it's a weak cow, not going to really ever rebel. You give it enough temptation, even a cow, even Klal Yisrael, who's bad some good people, will rebel as well. 
then the third party involved in the Egel was Aaron Akayin. Aaron Akayin is a Ben Melech. Aaron Akayin is someone who comes from the best stock. And he's not a lion. And he's not even a docile cow. He's a good, good, good Ben Melech. But even a Ben Melech, when put in an, in an impossible situation, when put in an impossible situation, will do the wrong thing as well. And that's the marshal of the Ben Melech. You take a Ben, and you, and you give him all of the wrong ingredients, and you back him into a corner, and you back him into a corner, he too will do the wrong thing. And that's the, the beauty of these three Mishalim, that every party involved in the Egel didn't do the Egel out of, out, out of their own volition. Every party was prompted to on their level. And the lesson, and that's what Blazer Moshe says, the lesson from this is Meiridik. The lesson is, is that there is no one. Meaning you think, yeah, the Nidrik Echevra, they're, they're enticeable. That, you know, when we scream at the Rebbein it's your fault. That's for like dummies. You know, you give a guy a little, you know, he goes not, but not good people. No, you see from here, no one is above having it too good and that not causing him to sin. One last thing, then we'll finish up. No, forget, let's finish off the Gemara. I'll say the other thing tomorrow. Omer Bacha Breder of Huna, Omer Bsheshis. Hainu Damrinchi, this is what people say. Mole Krise, full stomach, Zanibishi, bad deeds. No one sins when they're starving to death. When you're fat and stuffed and you have everything good, you don't have a concern in life. Fat doesn't mean fat, there's nothing wrong with being fat. Fat means, fat means you, you're like, everything is perfect. I have no concerns in life. When a person has concerns, you don't find, you should not. I, I remember in a Bezdin, there was like a lady that accused a man of something. And, and like, you know, she, she's an Eidacha. You know, how do you know it's true what she said the man did? It, it was true. But I remember they said, she has a kid with leukemia. And, and like, she, she, wouldn't, she wouldn't make up a story. And the Bezdin said, she wouldn't make up a story. You know, people with kids with leukemia don't, don't make up libels and accusations against other people. And like, I'm not saying it's a smach and halacha. I don't think anyone should pass with that. But as that's this Gemara. People that everything is good in life, they sin. People that have sorrows, they don't sin. Shenemar, like it says in the Pasuk, Kimerisim, when you grazed, Vizbo, you became full. Savu, when you became satisfied, Vayorim Libam, your hearts got big. You became Balgaiva. Alkein Shechechuni, that's why you forgot me, Hashem says. You know, when a guy has $100 million in the bank, he forgets about the Rebbein When a guy can't make the BGE bill, he doesn't forget about the Rebbein Rav Nachman or Mehach, Rav Nachman says the same point. When your heart gets high, you will forget about Hashem. Rabbanan Amir Mehach, and the Rabbanan say it from here. V'ochal, you eat. V'sava, you get full. V'doshin, that's that old word again. It means greasy spoon in Meishar. Ufana, and then you turn away from the Rebbein Hashem. V'yibayisema, or the famous Pasig, Vayishman Yeshurun, Yeshurun, which is a word for Klal Yisrael, heard, I mean got fat, and they got fat, and they kicked. Now, I was just thinking very quickly, I forgot who, I think Rav Hirsch says, if not, Sheftel told me, but someone told me once, you only find Yeshurun, 
as a reference to Klal Yisrael in good times. Yeshurun is one of the highest titles that Klal Yisrael can be referred to as. It's talking about Yisrael in its highest form. So then how do you read this passage? By Yishman Yeshurun, the greatest nation got fat. That's the point. That's the point. That's the point. From Aaron That's the point. There is no one, there is no people, there is no state that you can be in. That when you're fat and comfortable, it's protected against doing the wrong thing. And that's mamish the point of the passage. But Yishman, Yishurin, when Yishurin, the highest level of Klai but when, even when they're fat, goodbye, Vayivat, they kick. Amar of Shmuel bar Nachmeni, Amar B'yechen, Aminayin, Shechazar, Kadosh Baruch, Vahidlul, Moshe, had you know that Hashem turned around and gave Moshe the nod, he said, you're right, Shenemar, it's a Pasuk in Hosheya, V'kesef herbisi lahem, I gave them a lot of money, V'zahav asu labal, and they gave, and they used the gold to make a Avedazara. Okay. Uh, 